Hey everybody, it's Keith. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Medicine Words. I'm here with my nephew, Ryan. Ryan, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well, Onk. Thank you. Happy Light and Love. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well, yeah. actually. I am doing incredibly well. I'm happy. I'm healthy. Great. It's a little bit too hot for me here oh in Denver, Colorado. We're breaking all sorts of records. My clothes is just stuck to me all day long. That's I know. W- weird feeling. I, I don't like it. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And you know, I have to take a few showers during the day just to kind of <laughs> cool down the body, actually. But that's good. Well, here we are again on Medicine Words, and thank you so much out there in in podcast land for listening to us. Thank you also for referring us to your friends, for sharing us with social media. We are incredibly grateful and humbled by you out there that's talking about us and getting our name out. We are now at a worldwide audience. It is at a place that was beyond what I could actually have thought of. And in other words, we are reaching so many people's hearts. We're reaching so many people. And and it really is up to you. It's our humble gift, Ryan and I and the people here at the podcast, that all we do is as human beings, we touch people's lives to hope to make your life a little bit easier, to hopefully bring you to a place that's in a higher level of consciousness, to give you a little hope, a little bit of spark. And, you know, Ryan, it's interesting. Do you you believe in a higher power, and I know that you have gone through your life and you've always, always approached life with such reverence and respect and a higher power. And as we all do, we kind of evolve and change, and we we change the perception of what we believe in as far as spiritually and what perhaps deity and our creator and God is. But you often speak about angels, so I know that you believe in angels, correct? Yes, absolutely, and, and thank you, Ankh. Um Always. I mean, ever since I was little... I've I've always thought that there's angels around me, protecting me, watching out for me, everything. Yeah. I have too. Yeah. I've always felt like there was a presence around me that was protecting me or keeping me safe. And I can sense like the Archangel Michael that protects me and the Christ consciousness or the cosmic Christ consciousness and that helps me. And not so much like a personification of what we think of like as a human or a humanoid kind of thing, but more like light and love that's very evolved and growing. Well, Ryan, I am so incredibly pleased and I am humbled by the fact that today's guest is a person that actually does work with angels. She's an individual that her journey in this life, of course, have always been spiritual, but she's a person that directly speaks and channels angels. Now, I personally have been with her in a group setting. We used to meet every month, and then also as a personal one-on-one, and I can verify to you that she is incredibly legitimate. Also, I bring friends to her, and the messages that we receive are right on target, and so she's a beautiful person. I know I say this all the time, but I'm super excited about the episode, super excited to get in, into all this angel talk. I am too. Yes. I know you've been really excited about the angel episode, and here we are. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. So without further ado, I'd like you to uh, introduce, I would like to introduce Cheryl, the angel lady is what I'm going to call her, but I don't know if that's disrespectful or not. But anyway, <laughs> Cheryl, this beautiful being of light that came to this earth to bring such beauty and light. Cheryl, are you with us? I am. Perfect. Thank you for having me. This is just awesome. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing your gift with us, and thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. 
And I hope, mm. as you do as well, that this can maybe touch another human being. Now, Cheryl, could you go back a little bit into your life and bring us to the point where your journey was spiritually? As far as I know, in the past, you used to do readings. You kind of got away from that for a while, psychic readings. And then I know that you're a healer because I've been in your presence. So then you got to this point of, of channeling angels. Can you tell us how that came about? I think it happened and evolved over time. As being a psychic or reading for people, you would often channel or feel their guides, their angels, and you would do a lot of it, quote, yourself. You would just pick up, you would bring answers to them. And then as we all grow, it becomes more of a personal relationship with angelic energy. And um, so I touched in on angels. I would touch in on people's guides when I talked to them. And then one day I was in a group of people and they said, Cheryl, what do your guides say? And these were other beings like me. I said, boom, all of a sudden Metatron came in and Metatron is probably the highest energy next to creator. Um, And people often call him an angel, but he's really a powerful energy force. And I st- ever since then, I would uh, naturally evolve to that. His energy would come. I would get answers that were really, really good <laughs> for people. And it's just been like that. Right. Amazing. Amazing. And I, I understand what you're talking about because it's an evolution. Personally, I do mm-hmm. think that we are spiritual beings of light. Each individual is a soul and that energy is light. And of course... It's just like the laws of physics in so much that energy is light, light is energy, so therefore it is never created, it's never destroyed, it's just transformed. So we human beings have this incredible gift of being on this planet to be physical. It's an incredible period of time to be alive because we as spiritual beings of light have evolved to the point that we are now ready to be made physical into this world. This is not a punishment. It's not a reward. It's an evolutionary stay of existence. We are spiritual beings, and we are light beings, and we come into what is supposedly like this darkness, but it is because we are now physical. We have an emotional body, intellectual body, and so forth, and we're learning to heal and learning to dominion over physicalities. So these angels that we speak of, I believe, are of a higher realm to help us and guide us, maybe nudge us back into into where we need to be when we lose track of who we are. You see, I think sometimes we do go into pain and anxiety, and so we lose track, and these angels can intercede and help us, intercede and say, hey, you know, let's look at it this way. Let's, let's be protected this way. Is that what you feel too? Yes, I do. Uh, angels are emissaries of God's light, just like we are. And I think they're, they've just been around in their particular form uh, a lot longer than we have in our physical form. So they really step into earth and assist people a lot. You'll hear of stories where a person, I don't know who that person was, but they were there at the right time. And I think it was an angel. Mm-hmm. And it is um, when they save them from an accident or uh, warn them ahead of time of things. Right. That's really good. Mm. Right. And, you know, I think that angels are there with us every minute of every day of every second of every day. 
Oftentimes people will say, oh, no, angels will just come and miracles. They don't come off that often. I say, no, I don't think so. I mean, I think angels are with us consistently and will help us and guide us and and help us grow and to heal us. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. we certainly do. Right. So I've got a question for you, Cheryl. Mm-hmm. When you're channeling and you are, I, I've seen you and you do it with such respect, grace, and dignity. And that's what I like about you. Oftentimes people that are like us, that do things that are spiritual, you know, we have to stay away from the parlor game and from the carnival acts. We're not performers. We are individual beings of light with great grace, dignity, and we respect other people on their spiritual path as well. And I know that you do that as well. So my question is, when you are sitting in session and you're quieting yourself, how do you know it's Metatron or how do you know it's like – the Virgin Mary, or how do you know it's not just your part of your mind, or, or part of, or something else that's just you know tricking you? No, because you know it, you feel it, and when you've been on your path a while, you're learning, and you'll learn to trust that. Remember that saying, the still small voice within, and that voice will get more pronounced. You will understand it. It is also an evolution of you as you're listening as a person. I always say when I hear something, a voice or an answer, it usually is more precise. The energy doesn't have the answer I would have. The words don't come quite the same as I do. And I also feel, and I know the feeling of Metatron and the feeling of beings of light. Um, And when you are a medium or a person that channels, you have set up energies before you do anything that bring you to that higher level boundary. So you don't receive lower level types of thought. And so um, you learn to trust it. You know how in your life you go, God, I wish I would have listened to myself when I should have done that. And that's how it starts. Then after a while, you start trusting it and you always check it out. Is this good? Is it, you know, are they saying or am I feeling something that benefits people, not just glorifies humanity in uh, an ego sense, you know, more helping people grow? Right. That's an excellent answer. And I agree with that. It's like, it's all the, it's about setting your intent, setting the boundaries, bringing in a sacred, a sacred space where it's like, what is it that you're doing or what is it you're trying to accomplish? If you're, if you want to be a person on stage, well, that's one thing, but if you really want to have a sacred ceremony or a sacred space, it's got to be that intent. And, Mm -hmm. and you do that very well, I might add. One thing I've noticed too is it's just like kind of like life. It's like I've been around people that almost repulse me because of their behavior or their attitude or their narcissism. But I've been around other people that there's, like you said, this still small voice, this quietness about them, and it radiates out love and peace. It's interesting to me when I sit in sacred sessions that it's not a lot of verbs. It's not a lot of verbiage. It's not a lot of words. It's like when I get to this place of quiet and peace, that's what peace is, is a place of quiet. And that's when they, when you can really feel that loving and healing effect. Yes. And it's 
very precise. The words will sometimes be quite different than yours. Um, just a bit more really good English in our case, and uh, just a better, more precise way, not as informal, sometimes a little more formal talking. I really agree with that. I've had that experience myself where it's articulate, it's to the point, mm -hmm. and it is with absolute kindness and love. There is no, yeah. there's no rambling on, there's no great explanation. Mm -hmm. It is to the point, and there is never any demands. There is never anything that says, you must do this, and you must do that, and you must know. It is, this is what you are doing, and this is what is causing that, and this is what can change that. Now, Cheryl, I've heard you say, and I totally believe this, and I'd like to have you explain or expand on this, when you say that we're all masters. So I understand that is what it means to me, but what is it that it means to you that we are all, as human beings, masters? That means that you are a very much higher level being, and you're, all of your abilities, all your gifts are given by spirit and father, mother, of course, and that you are a master. You're not new at everything you are learning yet and you don't have to feel like you master something as much as that you're learning your teaching you're learning about what you're here to share with the world so to me a master is a person who is on their spiritual path even for two days but is heading in the way of selflessness love kindness um integrity and that's why I call you masters, because it's really not easy on earth. There's so many obstacles and difficult things to understand. But when you are learning on your path, we give you that, or it's a beautiful thought about you, how you are a master, mm -hmm. how you have mastered yourself so far. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So given that... That is why when you are dealing with angels, oftentimes we humans say, okay, I'm going to channel these angels. I'm going to get in contact with these angels. And you go, okay, this is what I want, and this is what I have to do, and help me, help me, heal me. And, but yet it doesn't work that way. It's as if you have to engage in an activity or you have to engage on <clears throat> what it is that you want to create. And as you do, when you ask the angels to help you, that is when they come. In other words, it is because of such divine freedom that we all have free agency. We all have freedom. So even an angel cannot impose its will on a human being. So if you go to a place of spirituality, religion, or church, or government, or whatever, and they're saying, this is what you must do, it's actually not correct. It's actually an, imp it's a, it's, it's an implementation of slavery, or it's an implementation of demand. And so each individual's dignity has got to be respected in such a way that it's like we're all masters. We're all children of God living on the planet. And so I, you, an angel, even an angel would not say, no, this is what you have to do, uh, and this is what you're doing wrong. It's like if you say, okay, I want to become a medical doctor, and then the angels will come in, and they will get you to the right school. 
or they'll get you to the right place, or you'll be surrounded by people that are healing. If you're in the alley and you say, I want to heal, the angel will come and say, you need to get to a rehabilitation because you're shooting up meth or something or doing heroin or something. So the angel is going to take you with wisdom and with your your consent and bring to you the empowerment and the tools you need to get to the next level of health, health and happiness. So that's why I like that when they say angels, you know, uh, that the angels are, are honoring your freedom and your mastery to heal yourself. Is that how you f- feel too? Certainly. Um, there's a law in the whole universe beyond our universe and beyond that there is no interference on a person's learning unless they ask. It can be a planet system. It can be a lot of things. But there's that uh, free will, that reaching out that is necessary. It also helps beings grow a lot when they realize I can't do it alone. I've got to have assistance and, you know, reaching out like that. Right. It's part of, part of the law, really. Right, it is. And I think that's one thing that we humans do. We think that we have to be so independent and that, that causes great stress because nobody's actually independent. Yes, you have to make your own choices, but you are nobody knows all things. So you're going to need a dentist. You're going to need somebody that, that grows the food. You're going to need somebody that makes your clothes. And so part of the process that we do is we reconnect and reach out and we help each other to grow. That's it. Cheryl, I want to ask a question about the future. I do think that we are headed into a time and space that is unlike any other that the earth has seen. I believe that the wars and the the things that are actually destructive are dissipating and that Mother Earth is dissolving that and that energy is being recycled into a better, higher love. I also believe that we human beings are more aware and empowered than we have ever been in this in any time of human history. Human beings have been on Mother Earth for 200,000 years, <coughs> pardon me, and there is more human beings than there's ever been. Mm-hmm. So as we begin to grow, we are going into a stage that I, I want to hear your opinion on it, but this is how I feel. You see, we human beings have an ego, and with that ego, it has to always make logical sense. And then human beings like to draw egoic constructs for a matter of control. All right. So we draw things on Mother Earth that she does not understand. We draw these things called England, Texas, Argentina, Japan. We then draw these things on ourselves. We are, I am an attorney. I am a singer. I am green. I am blue. I'm a CEO. I'm a secretary. All these things Of course, you do need to have a communication skill, and there has to be an identification. I'm not suggesting we don't identify things. What I am suggesting, though, is you do not think of yourself as better because of your egoic construct. In other words, if you think that you are purple and the other person that's green and you're better, you are then in an egoic construct that is keeping you in dark and not light. If you think that your house or your money or whatever is better than your neighbor's, you're in an egoic construct. Then through these generations and thousands of years of these egoic false constructs, you see, we begin to fight. There's these enemies over there because they're different. Whether you call them a different country, a different religion, a different whatever, you're looking at the darkness that is outside, but it actually is a misinterpretation as a darkness within you. 
All right. So that would, is what causes wars and violence and greed and so forth. But that's of the ego. You see, in the ancestral medicines, the wisdom that is yours is attainable because of the 200,000 years of human beings on this planet. There is not, there's very little thing that you can be going through right now that one of the people on this planet didn't go through and gave you the answer. That's all written in what is known as the Akashic Records or the Ancestral Wisdom. All right. That is then getting closer, and we're beginning to realize that we are all part of God. We're all part of Mother Earth, and we're all part of a divine plan. So the egoic constructs that has caused such difficulty and pain is now eroding and is being absorbed back in. The cosmos is simply releasing anything that is going to cause harm to another person. So if you're a person that is in light and love, you're not going to notice that much difference. If you're a person that is a liar, deceiver, or you are committing the most atrocious thing you possibly can, and that is to exploit another human being, you're going to then feel that on the level that you're exploiting. So this is an exciting period of time because for the first time, we're actually moving at the speed of light. It's no longer arduous mindset. It's actually that which is light that is connecting everybody together and they're protecting each other. So you hear things about, well, Jesus is coming back or Buddhist enlightenment or the veil's getting closer or there's a second world or a third world or we're going from the third dimension to the fifth dimension. So Cheryl, what I would like to know is what you view about this great epoch of time that we live in and what your view on it is. What is the future of Mother Earth? Mother Earth has her own agenda. Mother Earth is ascending, and we can get off on a whole what's ascending, all that. But she has her own agenda. She is a sentient being of great love, holding for our learning. And so what's the uh, future for humans is what they decide. It's what every single person decides. And we see so much division right now because it's up front and right in your face where it wasn't before. We have, you know, all the electronics, all those things. But what I see is Mother Earth holds patiently, but she's speeding up, she's heating up. Oh, we, we know that one. And But she still has her own agenda of ascension, which is to turn to light or become a beautiful place to live on or evolve to because we have, because we are no longer bound by our fears, no longer bound by what we get from someone else. It's what we give. So there's a lot of different thoughts on it. What I see is that we're right on target uh, when you see the great plan of creator this is um, and I don't want to be trite but this is not unusual for a planet to go through as beings ascend or become higher uh, light mm, not unusual at all wow it's not and it's part of a greater whole because all of us all of creation is ascending not just earth all of what God created is becoming higher and brighter and more and more of her, him, than people know. And I just keep saying to people, we're right on schedule. I'm not shocked by any of it. 
And I'm like, okay, good. I see what you're doing. Right. This is how, how, how it operates like that. Showing more and more of the diversity, you might say. Right. I love that. That's beautiful. And you also said that. You, that was very well said, that last statement, showing more and more of the diversity. For so many times in years, we've heard that, oh, this is the only thing that's love. And if it's not outside of, if it's outside of this, it's not love. But it's such a mind-controlling mind trick that people right. say, if it's not this, it's not of Jesus or Buddha. Well, no, no, no. Everything is love and the diversity is love, the expression of creation whether you look into the nature or like the, the vegetable kingdom or the aquatic kingdom, the, the planets, human beings are similar, but each human being is unique, and that's what makes us so special. The problem is, is where we try to conform into becoming what everyone else expects them to be. You talk sure. about the future as far as the human and also as far as Mother Earth. As I look into the future... One thing to be incredible mindful of and integrate with inside of your core belief systems is that the human race is not a mistake. We no, human no. beings are not a mistake. So many people feel when they talk about Mother Earth, they go, oh, the human beings are destroying the Earth and we're just such a bad thing and we're, and we're destroying the Earth. Some are, but not it, not without divine law. In other words... No human being is going to ever get to the point where they're going to blow up Mother Earth. It's an illusion. And mm -hmm. no human being is a mistake. If, you, if a person is, in, is suffering or causing or in pain, it is just light that is, that is waiting to be enlightened or darkness that needs to be enlightened. Because we as human beings are a miracle in and of its ourselves as far as the physical body, our vision, our sight, our speech, our creativity. We are divine human beings and empowered. And that is the one thing that will change your life. If you as a human being can take your power back and love you and love yourself no matter what, no matter what so-called they say, you'll not only heal yourself, but you will create a completely different reality for yourself. Do not think that it's some kind of great reward after you die because you've been good by be, being told what to do and doing exactly what you were told to do. You are a human being, and this is the period of time where you work and grow and work issues out. Mm -hmm. So when it's an evolution of light, Cheryl, when I see your soul, you are vibrating at such a high light and such a vibration that has to do with integrity, has to do with the fact that you're seated in integrity and truth. So I'm sure you've gone through your things in your life, and you've and you've rebound. Um, I think you're over 50 years old, and so you seem to go through your life very eloquently. What else do you want to tell us about the angels that you work with? I um, mostly work with Metatron, and in the channels that I have every month, or they have, uh, different ones might come in, and it's uh, an honor to feel their energy. Uh, you'll feel an energy before you channel. It's like almost like they're asking, is it okay if I bring a message through you? You kind of get that feeling. Um, and so that's when I do that. And then in readings, uh, I might really just feel Haniel or 
all of her energy, I see it psychically. So mine might be different. Uh, and I'll go, oh, uh, so-and-so is here. Uh, I'll see it psychically. Or you might say in your lovely imagination, in your mind's eye, when people say to you, it's your imagination, you say, oh, thank you. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, and then imagination, people talk about imagination. They go, oh, it's your imagination. Well, yeah. imagination is imaging, imaging, I'm imagining. So everything in this world was once an image. Everything that you have in this world was an image. There were anything, the car, the pillows, the chair that you sit. Somebody imagined, I, I wish I could heal people because of their hearts. And so they started imagining how they would do that. And they went through the process, and now they have heart surgeons. So everything's imagination, obviously. But there is a higher level of the, of the consciousness. One thing that I've experienced with angels is this. There was, I always operate with angels that are of the Christ consciousness and above. <clears throat> and that just clears it up very quickly. If, if I feel something around me and it's like, I always ask, do you come in love and light? And if not, you do not come at all. I'm not going to channel disincarnate beings. I'm not going to channel ghosts. I don't host ghosts. I think that's not a good idea to do that. So when you're on a spiritual path, make sure that it is your own personal spiritual path and the angels are guiding you to become more of who you are. It is not like you should be going and running around and building a new center or anything like that, which I see some people get misdirected. But a point I want to make is, like you say, there's many different angels. So you have Metatron, you have all these different angels. And that kind of bothered me at first because I thought, I want to be in this one particular way. I want to be like in the Christ consciousness angel only. So then I would, I would feel from Archangel Michael, who's been with me since I was a child. I would feel St. Jude and so forth. And then I'd feel the Mother Mary presence. And I'd feel all these different angels. And I'd think, okay, I'm just, you know, I just want one. Well, here's the deal. What I was taught is that in life, we have very different people. When I have a toothache, I don't call a plumber. When I mm -hmm. have, you know, when I need to have oral surgery or something, it's, you, you call a dentist or an oral surgeon, and that's the way the angels are. In other words, Archangel Michael will protect you, and the Christ consciousness saves you. Uh, Metatron is very wise in the kind of work I do with the Akashic Records. So it is something that, like, each, each thing that we have or each person that we have in our life, also those angels have a specific purpose and, and ability as well. Ryan, you have a question. Yeah, I have a quick question. I know you mentioned, you said, you know, the angels kind of ask your permission to get, get a message through. Mm -hmm. So can you, I guess, reverse that and ask the angels to send messages through you? Is, is that like a, a possibility, I guess? Because as far, you know, with my own personal experience, I've been trying to connect to angels. And um, I guess I don't know quite where to start with that. Cheryl? Uh, are you asking me? <laughs> uh, yeah, we're asking you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> it works just like it works with people. It works two ways. The ascender and receiver, one who is taking in, one who's giving. Angels are created by source. And they are 
perfect in their own way. And each one, I always say, there's an angel for that. Oh, really? <laughs> you know, like I'm lost. There's an angel for that. <laughs> uh, I have to have surgery next week. There's an angel for that. And probably the best thing to remember is all really the Christ consciousness or the entirety of God's love. And these, I always say God is big on delegation. (laughs) (laughs) Being sending people to specifically help, especially on a diverse planet like this. And, and so, you know what I do? I will feel a being and I'll go, okay. hmm." And uh, I will know right away, but at first you don't know right away. You're like, well, I just feel something. And then you say, um, you ask your higher, higher self or God, Father, Mother, God, Angel, whoever I believe in, is this a good energy? And uh, you'll get an answer. You just feel it. Go by your feelings. And then when you really trust, like say, Haniel showed up for you. She's beautiful and blue and you're seeing a lot of blue and you're feeling, oh, this is good. I want to connect to them. I send a thread of light. You have to be brave at first. A thread of light from my heart to the angel because that's how they hear us through our heart. And they'll send it back to you. Um, You'll get a feeling. Oh, yeah, they heard me. I just feel that. Now, um, you'll start to trust what you're feeling more. That takes what? Patience and practice. Right. And if you've set up your energies right, and you really might want to learn that, you won't, after a while, I don't question who comes in anymore. Uh, I I don't have to, or I don't. But at first I did. And if you're getting a feeling of sadness, is this mine or somebody else's? Very good question to ask. Right. Is this mine or somebody else's? Right. And so with angels, the ones of highest light are just going to get there right away. You'll feel positive. You'll feel like, oh, my gosh, this feels so good. I love this. Often they'll come to you. Now, if you want to reach out to them, you get in, you you make room. You got to make room for stuff. And you make room in yourself and you make room in your time that you're spending time and you've surrounded yourself with all the right things. And you say, I really want to channel. And angels, why do I want to channel? I just want to have that higher perspective that I know is true, that I can help more people. It's not about whether you're right or wrong. I used to want to really be right. Oh, (laughs) Metatron, I just want to be right. Well, Mm-hmm. You got to let go of outcomes that way. And uh, once you don't care anymore and you just relax and let yourself be a pass through because you're here for other people. You're not here to glorify your ego. Correct. Right. So. Okay. That, that, that makes sense. So yes, I guess. I send it, that thread. That little thread works. Yeah. So I can probably accomplish this through meditation, possibly prayer. Mm-hmm. Meditation is the way we communicate with the realms of life. Meditation is our thought patterns and our energies of our thinking that thought is faster than light. Thought is the fastest uh, means of communication in all of the realms. And that's from both. 
or tools. Hmm. I love that. Right. Thank you. And I, I also think that we have to be careful of getting caught in kind of an angelic trap that we said, oh, now I'm going to channel this, I'm going to channel that, or whatever. We're here to be the best human being mm-hmm. we possibly can. And that doesn't mean super athlete. That doesn't mean that we all have to be top performers. It means that we are individuals, that we are the best at being at peace, the best of, of, of not harming ourselves, not harming anyone else, and not allowing anyone to harm us, and to, to resonate with that. And, and I see sometimes people will have thought patterns, like you mentioned, Cheryl, and they just go around and around and around and around. And it's like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Now I have to go to therapy. Now I have to do this. Now I have to... Nothing wrong with that. But it's like you're in the process of healing, but it would there has got to be a set point when you're actually healed. Mm-hmm. Um, my nephew here, Ryan, he's now umpiring, and, and he's an incredibly spiritual being, and he wants to get in contact with his angels. But even like when he's umpiring, he should be out there umpiring. He should be doing the baseball. That's part mm-hmm. of life. Um, you're going through life and you don't just sit around and meditate. You get out and you get married. You have kids. You That brings about life. You And if you don't have kids, you do whatever you need to do. But if you're playing the piano or if you're, you are, the angels are part of your every day. It's like going through your life in the most zen way possible. But still, get up and live life. Don't wait for to, for anything in the future. It's imperative that you're living your life as you chose to. I love that. And, and on a side note, I think the umpiring is teaching me a lot of lessons because, you know, I'm out there with all these baseball players. Those egos are, oh, are just crazy. And you make right. a bad call and it's the end of the world for them, you Correct. know. And so, um, you know, over the past few weeks, it's, it's it's been a great experience trying to kind of I guess understand everything and put it all in perspective and not get to that same level as, as they are, you know, right. And stay on, on a higher vibration. Right. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I think that when you ask God or your divine or your power, whatever it is that you believe in to heal, it's interesting what will happen. It's like you're out there umpiring because you want to get in contact with your angels yeah. and the angels are saying, look at these huge egos. Let's, let's play fairly. You know, <laughs> people that are depressed, God be with them, but they're depressed and they go, oh, should I go to therapy? Should I go on this drug? Should I go to that? Should I go to this spiritual group? Should I join this religion? What should I do? And I, I always say, volunteer. Volunteer your time somewhere else. Go out once a week, twice a week, maybe once a month and volunteer. Hmm. Instead of sitting there on that couch and thinking about how depressed you are, go out and volunteer somewhere and I can guarantee you life will teach you. Life will put you in contact with people and you are going to grow and you're going to get over that depression. All right. We're going to take a little bit of a music interlude and come back and discuss a little bit more with our beautiful guest, Cheryl.
Welcome back, everybody. Thank you again for staying with us to listen to this episode about angels and the angelic realm. Ryan, my nephew, and I, Keith, are here with this uh, beautiful being of light, Cheryl, discussing about angels and her reality and, and how she views angels. Now, Cheryl, I understand that we are light and we are beings of light and that we do have a heart that is loving that human beings also have an emotional body, a theoretical plane. One thing that we also have is an ego. Now, the great late Ram Das said it mm-hmm. very well as he used the acronym ego as edging God out. So we all have these different ideas about ego. I have been around people that have, I would say, kind of a healthy self-esteem ego. I've been around people with their egos that's like the black hole that's going to suck everything in, people and their perceptions of what ego is. So, Cheryl, I'd like to get your thoughts and ideas about what you believe an ego is. I want everyone listening to try to go back to when you were with God. And you, you, you don't need to get off on teachings, but just being in the presence of unconditional love. And you didn't have an ego. You don't need one. You don't have a subconscious mind. But you were just in the presence of creator. Because we really all were there. And when you notice how beautiful that is, you don't have an agenda. You're like floating and kindness. And then over time, the evolution or the coming, maybe you went to other star systems, maybe you traveled, but it was, there's Earth. And your being grew or wanted to grow here. And when you came here, there is density, which is, there are beings that aren't as kind and loving. So all of us had to develop a protection, a way to be aware uh, and kind of something that could hurt us or physically way back when we're sitting around the fire, oh, the wolf's at the door, we better like do something. (laughs) And we've evolved way past that. Who is the wolf at the door? Finances, health, control, So very kindly realize your ego is an old, old program that needs to be heard. The first thing I used to do when it came to me was, well, look at you, what your self-talk, well, you're so dumb, look at what you did that time, but boy, it gets bigger by the second. Well, what you do is you get a hold of it like you just sit there. I hear what you're saying. It diffuses by 50%. Try it. I hear what you're saying. It goes, oh, yeah. And then it's a broken record. Same thing over, right, everybody? Over and over. There's no solutions ever. Right, never. So you have to love it and say, I hear what you're saying. I want you to go out in the world. I know this sounds weird, but it works. And I want you keep it busy. I would love for you to go out and connect me with more really great spiritual people. And don't come back until you do. Right. Well, don't remember one other thing. You have subconscious mind, your little saboteur. And she or he is about three or four years old. I want chocolate. And they throw themselves on the floor and everything. It's 
a part of you that's really beautifully knows what you want and nobody's listening. Right. <laughs> and nobody's listening. And that's the part of you that's hurting. Nobody's listening to you. And so you, you don't want to throw any of this away. You want to work with it because you're the boss. You're the master. And you'll see how different your life will be when you learn those two things about loving the ego and loving the subconscious and quit fighting. Give them something to do. Right. They weren't meant to be in the driver's seat. <clears throat> That's beautifully expressed. Thank you so much. I totally get that. Okay. I also think it needs to be expressed because so many human beings are going through the same thing, but on the outside, you'd never know it. You see these right. people that are dressed and, and go through life so eloquently, and you think, boy, that person has their, their, their life together. You get behind the scenes, and you start scratching, and you start like, and they're going through the exact same things that everybody else did. But yeah. I also understand that, the ego. And unfortunately, <clears throat> we've gone through periods of time now where the ego was led to, was, was, was the leader, was the one that was in control. And you can see where that got there. And you and you said, <clears throat> it's always going to be, there's no solutions. There's never going to be the answers. The ego is like almost like a, a mind loop that just keeps going around and around and around. Yes. I do not believe in blaming other people. There's no victim. There's no judge. There's You, you take responsibility for yourself, and that's the way it works. But <clears throat> with today's technology, as you said, it is so improved the way that we live. It also has a benign quality to it. It can also hurt. And I think the creators of the smartphones and so forth have tapped right into the egoic needs. Mm -hmm. And so it's constant stimulation. And you put your phone down, all of a sudden you're just sitting there going, oh my God, I'm, it's been 32 seconds and I haven't had any stimulation. I've got to get back on the phone. See how nervous you are if you just sit down for a day without a phone. Personally, I don't watch a lot of TV or get on the phone a lot, only essential but it is it is such an improvement of releasing the mind pollution that is put there by the ego that when you start listening to things on TV and you think, oh, there's going to be this solution, there's this problem, and oh my God, there's going to be a solution, check back in 15 years. It's the same storyline, mm -hmm. just a different place that's designed not to have a solution. It is designed to drain you of your energy. Mm -hmm. All right, Cheryl, is there anything else you'd like to bring into light before we conclude this amazing episode? The best thing, you guys, all, and I call you guys just to be more familiar, I want you to know how much you're loved, how angels and guides and all your ascended masters they are just loving you to death or to life. <laughs> right. They are. They want you to know how much you're loved. And all the time you're trying, you know, so many times I remember we're trying to be loved. And it's right there, right there. And they have that for you all the time where it counts. Because someday as you pass into light, who are you going to bring with you? What's going to be your wonderful way to show love? And the angels are there. Absolutely. So. Thank you for saying that. And that's the important part of life, that mm -hmm. you know that you are loved and you appreciate that love, whether it's a small, small token mm -hmm. gesture, whether it's a person that's being kind, whether it's just the fact that you get to be on this planet at this time. 
I know that you're talking about love, and I remember one time years ago I was doing some real intense sacred ceremonies, and I had a kind of a strange experience with an angel, and I thought, oh, my God, that just, like, scared the hell out of me. And that angel said, that was my intent. You are so loved, there is no reason to have hell in you. Mm. And that's one thing that people do, is we think about hell or darkness or whatever. Oh, my God. Then an angel comes, it's like, ah! It's like, no, you don't need that. And so... Angels work in ways that sometimes we don't understand, but it's always for our best interest. Einstein said it the best when he said, it's very simple. It's up to you as an individual to decide whether you believe that the universe is a very scary place or a very friendly place. To him, he always felt like it was a friendly place. And if you believe the universe is a, is a friendly place, it's not like something outside of you. It's not some kind of thing in outer space. It is always existing. It's like the sunshine. The sunshine doesn't need your belief in it to exist. The sunshine since you were born and before then has been providing the energy that this planet needs. It's just eventually that you start opening up your own eyes and heart, releasing the ego, to know that you are in the totality of love all the time. And once you do that, you're going to rise to a level of peace that you're not experiencing. If you're in darkness... Or if you're in pain, know that you're loved. And know that all you have to do is bring in love and light in your heart. Do not expect it to change overnight, but expect that which bothers you to be released and eradicated. If you're an individual that is around people that are harming you and you want to mm -hmm. heal, the divine will take away those people that are harming you. All right, Cheryl, you're a beautiful, beautiful person, and I am so grateful that you exist I'm so grateful that you live on this planet. You've made Thank a you so beautiful <laughs> person. You are too. Thanks. All right. Anything else before any other comments? Um, I've written an article on the ego and subconscious that sometimes people like. And I can be reached at lantolight at gmail.com. L A N t-o-l-i-g-h-t at gmail.com and that's you know Cheryl perfect Cheryl. so if someone wanted to have an angelic reading they could contact you at that email address and arrange that for you right also are you having the group sessions is that open or I mean any other things it's open always perfect open. all right three times a month here in the Denver area but it's online, so it's not limited to that any distance, you know? Perfect, perfect. Oh, my website, CherylWatson.com. All right, CherylWatson.com, as, uh, as it sounds. Just like it sounds. All right, mm -hmm. perfect. All right, Cheryl, thanks again. Stay with us. And Ryan, what information do they need to contact us? Yeah, for us, guys, um, we have a webpage as well. It's MedicineWords.net. And you can reach us at our email. It's medicinewordsheal at gmail.com. We also have some social media accounts, so you can go check us out. I've been putting some uh, content up on our IG page, and that's at medicinewordsheal, both uh, our Facebook like page and, and Instagram. So, uh, yeah, reach out to us. Friend us. We'll friend you back. We love you guys. Cheryl, we love you. Thank you so much for being on. And love you, Onk. Love, love everybody. I feel so loved I myself. Do. I love you, too. So happy light and love, everybody. Happy light and love. And to all of you that are listening and um, out there in the world, thank you. 
thank you so much for listening to us and being there. Thank you for being you. Now go out and be happy. Spread that light to somebody else. Take care of yourself and those around you. That's the spiritual path. Look at the spiritual path as the great gift that you have to be a human being on this planet. It's not beyond that. It is your joy, your happiness, and your ability to perceive that which is around you. All right, everybody. Until next time, this is Keith. This is Ryan. And love and light to all of you. Thanks a lot.